Hey, Know-It-All Ned here. Thanks for tuning in to the Movie Know-It-All podcast, part of the Know-It-All Network. For our past listeners, thanks for following us as we make this transition. We have lots of things in store, so stay tuned. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are also launching Patreon with exclusive content like early access to brand new episodes, feature-length movie commentaries, and more. All for as little as $5 a month. If you're new here, be prepared for foul language, truth bombs, bad impersonations, and stuff you literally can't find anywhere else. Remember, other podcasts may know a lot, but we know it all. Welcome to the Movie Know-It-All podcast here on the Know-It-All Network. We are your hosts. I am Will. And I'm Bob. And did I mention that I study martial arts? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have hit that point where we are uh, slowly going back to uh, to sequels of movies that we have partially already covered uh, on this show. Partially. partially. And uh, partially, yeah. Um, short, short little uh, anecdote here. Uh, the last time... Bob and I recorded in the same studio or the same area for this podcast. Uh, we did this movie, and this was right as the uh, the fake pandemic was hitting us. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know the fake so, pandemic, yeah, you know because because it, it's all made up, so that's why the world stopped, and 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 you know because it stops for made up things. But Cause, anyway, because a million people died just to fuck with you. Yeah, exactly. So so anyway. <laughs> But um, so uh, the last movie that we did was actually the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And uh, I had brought over my little tiny collection of NECA Ninja Turtles. And since then, my collection has grown a little bit. But of course, uh, in the spirit of this one, I have busted out this little guy right here. This tiny tiny NECA uh, Kevin Nash action figure. Well, that Super Shredder is too sweet. It's too sweet. So uh, yeah, man. Uh, for those that can't see, I, I have my my Aneka, uh Super Shredder uh, that was a Walmart exclusive a couple years ago. I'm very you happy almost, that I was able to find it. You uh, almost gave my brother a panic attack when he saw all your toys because he was like, "God, they're all open." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. He didn't say anything because because uh, uh, we, we were all here hanging out and and uh, uh, Bob. I finally met Bob's brother. Uh, after after I don't know how many years of knowing him, twenty years of knowing him, right? And uh, yeah, man, I, I showed him my my toy collection, and and he was literally speechless, speechless, uh, <laughs> to the point of I thought I was going to uh, have to uh, give him like you know a Heimlich maneuver or something because he was choking, he was choking. Yeah, my my brother's so, an inbox collector. It makes him panic when he sees all these open figures. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's my uncle's fault. My uncle's an inbox collector, and he's yeah, they're gonna be worth so much. Yeah, later on in life, well, he 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 he's his so much is mostly spawn toys, so they're not uh, worth anything. <laughs> yeah, he's got some he's got uh, some Barbies though. He's got some really nice Barbies. Well, bar- Barbies are uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I I can see that. Bar- Barbies is one of those toys. They're kind of like Legos, I guess. 
Yeah. But they never it, really it, lose value. They are. Like, the, it's one of those things where, like, yeah, for some weird reason, Barbies can really only either stay at their value point or they appreciate mm-hmm. in value. Like, yeah. I, was, I remember asking him, I was like, hey, do you have the Selena Barbie? And he's like, I've got, like, three of them. And I'm like, you know, they're all worth, like, five grand. And he's like, fuck out of here, really? I'm like, they're all worth, like, five I thought grand. those were I thought those were worthless because they made so many of those. No, they didn't. And, like, everybody them. kept them. Like, they everybody did. kept them. They didn't make a lot of them. They they really wow. didn't. That was – they, they, they made, like, quite a few. But from what I understand, that was a, a, a strictly made-in-Texas thing. Like, you could only uh, get them in Texas. And now Selena is, like, a global phenomenon now. Yeah, yeah. Like she was she was pretty like nationwide when she died. Like she was barely like you guys have to remember that when Selena was killed, like she was just getting to the pop charts. Mm-hmm. Like she they were already comparing her to the new Madonna. Yeah, like she was just time. she was just touching on it, and like it was a big thing regionally because we're from the valley, so it was a big regional yeah. thing. We already knew about her. Like she, yeah, like she was like, already a big thing. To uh, well, not to me because I had no idea who she was until after had, she died. We had Johnny uh, Gunn here, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, she was just about to release her her English uh, debut album, right. and uh, and you know all that happened. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're not here to talk about Selena or Barbies. We're here to talk about the masculine pr- property that is known as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And in 1991. Or let me let me let me backtrack a little bit. In 1990, the world uh, changed forever because in 1990, a movie was released which cost I want to say like 30 million dollars to make. Was it that much? And yeah, like a little under 30 million dollars to make. Right on. And grossed over 200 and something million dollars at the box office. Yeah, that's quite the it return. It was a massive hit. It was independently funded. So at the time, it was the largest independent film in history. Mm-hmm. In history. You'll have to remember that New, New Line Cinema at the time was a very, very small building with four offices. Yes. Like, it was not small, only that four-room office building. Not only that, but they were into horror. They weren't yeah. really into anything else it's, other it's than low-budget horror. New Line Cinema is still called the house that Freddie built. Yep, exactly. So when that happened and this multi-cultural phenomena exploded and it was everywhere and your boys, Will and Bob, were fell into that, that trap. We were at the exact right age to, to oh, fall into yeah. that internal trap. Man. Shit, yeah, dude. I was five in 1990. So, so within a year, they were able to not only get this movie out, but this simultaneously coincided with the explosion of Ninja Turtles merchandise because before this, the uh, uh, the toys were ma- mainly based on the uh, uh, the cartoon show. Right, right. When the movie came out, they made move. They made uh, toys from the movie. They made toys from the from the cartoon show. They made toys from the comics. They made hundreds of different characters that nobody knew about. Ninja it Turtles that were Ninja never, Turtles sticker on it. They're, they're yep. never in the cartoon, never in anything. Just, just yeah. anything you could stick on a turtle, they would do it. It was amazing. They would do it. I myself had because uh, Donatello is my favorite one, so I I got mm-hmm. as many Donatellos as I could. I had the Donatello, the Donatello, 
the uh, uh, the shell opening Donatello, mm-hmm. the swimming Donatello, and uh, I the swimming toys. Yeah, the swimming Donatello, the talking one where you would pull the little red strap and it would talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the head popping one where the head would go in and. It oh would yeah, come in just, I had I, I had that head too. popping one. Yeah, yeah, man. So this was like right up my alley, and within a year, uh, they were able to. I don't know how, but. Jim Henson was able to top himself. Jim, or the company was our, able to top themselves. Our Lord and Savior, Jim Henson. <laughs> they were able not only to top themselves, but to do something that I think still has yet to be topped today. They can't do it again. It's amazing. They can't do this again. No, Nobody has been able to make such realistic and great-looking <laughs> animatronic figures than this film, than Jim Henson. And unfortunately, this was Jim Henson's last film before he passed away. Yeah. I've never understood how, like, nobody could pick up where he left off. Not even his own brother took over the company. Like, Brian Henson Mm -hmm. took over. And, like, not to, like, I was going to make a... Brian uh, Henson! I think it's his son. That's his son. Is Brian Henson his his son? son. I thought it was his brother. Well, Mm -mm, I was going to... I was going to make a Brian Henson joke, but like, dude, Brian Henson's a talent. Like he really is good, but like he, nobody he's could. done, he's, he's done his own thing. In yeah. Puppeteering. He really yeah. has. Like, and that's the thing is that like we peaked, like we really peaked in the eighties yeah. and nineties with the animatronics. Like I, I, it's mm-hmm. one of those things for me where like, I know there's been talks of like them wanting to redo like certain movies that like your villain was an animatronic. Like, yeah. There's talks of Jaws. There's talks of Pumpkinhead. I would hate to see remakes of either of those because the fucking things would be CGI. Like, look at the told- thing remake and you'll see what it would what would happen. Exactly. Like, god damn, that that movie makes me so mad because like they filmed the whole thing. Yeah. With the animatronics. With practical effects. Yeah, and then yeah. like that the last minute the director was like, nah, CGI everything, and I'm like, you yeah. idiot. Yeah. So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two, man. This was this this movie. Uh, because back in the nineties, they had this mentality where you got to strike while the iron's hot. You got to strike while the iron's hot. Yeah, this thing is going to cool down any minute. It's going to cool down any minute. So they rush. Boy, how wrong were they about one. that? Dude, tell me about it, man. The, the the Ninja Turtle fad didn't die until the late nineties, uh, and it went out with a whimper. If you say so, <laughs> like they're still making them. Like the well, it died out, and then it came back in two thousand three with the amazing Ninja Turtles cartoon that came out on Fox Kids. Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing, though. Even though I don't think it ever really died out, I think it slowed down. Same thing mm-hmm. with like Power Rangers. Like there's still new episodes oh, of Power, Power Rangers, Rangers never went out. No. The the popularity of the Power Rangers never died down. Never. See, I I've always felt that way about Turtles. Like mm-hmm. I like the Ninja Turtles have always been a thing. Like if you really think about it cuz we've been toy collectors since we were little kids, there's yeah. always been Ninja Turtles toys in the toy section. Always. Yeah. Like, they've never really gone away. And, like, they've definitely... It's so weird that we're talking about this because I left it on YouTube. And, mm-hmm. like, right now, it's on, it's on Pawn Stars on my TV and they're literally selling Ninja Turtles comics. <laughs> Super weird. That's crazy. But, um, yeah, dude, like, it's just what I mean is, like, they, they've never really, like, gone away. They've, like, slowed down. They've, like, stepped into the shadows like that's a like no pun intended with out of the shadows, which I just recently mm-hmm. saw, and like, boy, that one's fun. Like, I, it's not good, but it's fun. That it was it was way better than the first one, I thought. 
Uh, if you guys can't tell, I'm kind of making like a sarcastic like. I was like, did like I do like a like a dude like a dude smile? You know, like <laughs> right now, right now the ashes are going sin? in my face. Did I commit a cardinal sin by thinking Out of the Shadows was an all right movie? <laughs> so, so here's the thing, and and in in my opinion, I always thought that Ninja Turtles two was the inferior, uh, not as bad as part three. But I always <laughs> felt like Secret of the Use was an inferior Turtles film, right? Because let's as face compared it, compared to the first they, one, absolutely, it is as compared to so. the first one, right? And 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 I thought and I thought that um, uh, what they should have done with Part Two, uh, they did without of the shadows, and right. then I watched the movie, <laughs> and um, I'm kind of glad they didn't do that because they would have ruined it. Yeah, they would have. Uh, so, Secret of the Use is, so, is an actual really good. So, it's a it's a good counterpart to Part One, but it is um. You can like hold on, what? So you out can, of the shadows. So out of the shadows. Uh, like, kind of made me appreciate Secret of the Use more. I I can see that. I can see why yeah. it would do. That. Yeah. But, um, so um, like it's it's one of those things where like. The thing, my my problem, my problem with Secret of the Ooze, and I can remember, like, noticing it as a kid, is, like, they never used their weapons. And I and there's a very specific reason for that. I imagine it's the soccer mom union again. So, people got upset. There it is. Uh, about <laughs> the fact that they're using, their, that these ninjas are using, so... The movie, the first movie was more based around the, the the look and the feel of the comic. Okay. Right. The TV show had just barely come out and was just barely gaining traction when the movie was was had gone into production. Mm -hmm. So they didn't really look to the cartoon because it wasn't really a big of a hit as right. it would become. But when they when they went into production of them, I mean, they only kept a couple of things like the different colored bandanas and the right. and the pizza eating and the the personalities and everything. Uh, April being a reporter, all that stuff was from the cartoon. Right? right, right. So when the movie hit and it wasn't the cartoon, uh, yeah. parents were were upset because oh, the, they're they're using their weapons. It's violence. It's violence for the sake of violence. And when they obviously didn't watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, no shit. But, but because of that, uh, New Line way overcorrected, and instead they're using sausages as weapons, yo-yos as weapons, kids' mm -hmm. toys as weapons. So you know, Leonardo only uses you know, his sword stuff once. That, stuff that you can find around the house. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking Michelangelo never uses his his nunchucks. You know, like it's so, so stupid. It's, it was one of those things where like. Even as a kid, I was like, I, I like it because it was very much like the cartoon. It turned into the cartoon. But yeah. at the same time, what I really liked about the first Ninja Turtles is it, it didn't treat me like a kid. And like, yeah, true. I think us 80s and 90s babies, it was one of those things where we appreciated so much mm -hmm. not being treated like a child. Mm -hmm. yeah. And like we got that a lot in our movies. Like Batman was not for kids, you know what I mean? Like, no, that, that was not a kids movie at all. It was, it was basically made for 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 people who were Batman fans that grew up with the seventies and early eighties Batman comics. 
Right. And I mean, like, you got to really look at, like, the end of the first. I mean, if you haven't seen the original Ninja Turtles movie, why are you even listening to this? Yeah. But, like, yeah, I remember the end of the first one. They crushed Shredder in a trash compactor. Like, yeah, you, he, you can't survive that thing. Crush his skull. Like, you physically watch it crush him. And then in part two, he has a few scratches on his face. Yeah. And it's like, that was a whole compactor that came down on him. Yeah, like, I mean, Shredder is strong, but he's not. He's not. Yeah, that's that, that's strong. And <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where I was like, the the first movie, really, like it, it didn't hold back. It was really violent. It, it taught mm-hmm. some like really scary lessons about like what happens when you're a kid and you lose your parents. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, talked on some really really about, dark shit about loss and family and how important yeah. it is to stick together and and. You know, it, it really had those. This movie, not so much. No, <laughs> not so much. Not at all. So, like, which, which is why, which is why uh, it's it, it's such a jolt. Like, it, it's like going from Batman 89 to Batman Forever. Right, right. You and, know? like, it, it does. Like, they really skipped the dark altogether and just jumped yeah. like, headfirst into, like, let's have fun. And, like, so... N- I mean, it sounds like we're bashing the movie, but like, understand, I really like Secret of the Use. It is a fun little movie. So this movie was directed by Michael R. Pressman. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't, if you don't uh, know that name, then you don't watch TV because yeah. this cat is a, a veteran is calling it lightly. OK, yeah. this guy has been in TV since the 80s. Mm-hmm. He has directed, I don't know how many TV movies he has directed hundreds of hundreds of episodes of tv shows like law and order blue bloods all the law and order shows Grey's anatomy uh like this guy is a powerhouse of directing and producing mm-hmm. and he jumps on ninja turtles and it looks like a made for tv movie in some spots yeah <laughs> <laughs> like but, mm. but to kind of <laughs> counter that to kind of counter that it is very colorful Mm-hmm. It is very well lit and it looks amazing in HD. Yeah, no, it really does. It, it looks really good in HD, especially those turtle costumes. And it's one of those things where, like, I can remember how much brighter part yeah. two is. Like, Secret of the Ooze is so much brighter because, like, a lot of the first movies is like, well, they're ninjas. So they're yeah. walking around in the dark and shadows and stuff like that. Like, a lot of part one. The first time you hear place. them is it's in the dark and they, you yeah. know. <laughs> like a lot of part one takes place in the dark. Like it's at night. Most of that movie is at night. And like this one, like even when something takes place at night, it's under giant spotlights. Like, the very first fight scene is it takes place inside a brightly a lit mall. Yeah, in a toy store. <laughs> like, you know. Like how's but uh, how's that for really just getting in your face? Like, where are we gonna go in the first fight? A toy store. A toy right? store. Because yeah, that's where exactly. we want the kids to go. We want them to go to the toy store yeah. and buy all the fucking toys. So um this movie was I wanna no, it's not the first time I ever saw my hero Ernie Reyes Jr. The first time I ever saw my hero Ernie Reyes Jr. I'm gonna refer to him as my hero Ernie Reyes Jr. for the rest of this podcast. My hero Ernie Reyes Jr. I first saw him in a movie called The Last Dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was nine years old, I think. I want to say he was nine years old, uh, doing high concept karate martial arts. 
and then he came out in a show called the electric the electric night it was a movie called the last electric night and it turned into it was spun off into a tv show called sidekick mm-hmm. and uh he was like uh like like 11 12 years old and then he made the jump to doing stunts Mm-hmm. And he was actually the the stunt double for Donatello in the first mm-hmm. Ninja Turtles movie. Right. Apparently, everybody liked him. He was an extremely likable guy. Yeah. He still is. Yeah, uh, he, and, he must because every every time you see Dwayne Johnson have a fight in a movie, it's been choreographed by him. Yeah. So uh, they liked him so much that they gave him his own role and they created a character for him. And to this day, he's still a very much love, loved character in the, in the Ninja Turtles lore. The, yeah. I was like, Kino is a favorite character in the Ninja Turtles lore. Like, a lot really of the is. characters in this movie became, became uh, so like token Razor. The only reason yeah. they brought in token Razor is because uh, 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 the creators, uh, Eastman and Laird, they didn't want to bring in uh, uh, Bebop and Rocksteady into the movies because they hated them. Which is know? so stupid. I love Bebop and Rocksteady. Assholes. But but, <laughs> but there's no way Bebop and Rocksteady would have worked in this movie. No, God, no. They did it. So I'm kind of glad that they did it, that. It would, have been, of, it would have taken the cartoony level way over yeah, the top. Yeah. And, and and by the way, like it 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 makes more sense with this uh w- with the way the ooze works in the movies where it just makes things bigger mm-hmm. uh as opposed to turning one animal into another animal or something like that like turning right, humans right. into rats and stuff like that besides we wouldn't have the amazing joke of uh uh they're not stupid they're infants okay <laughs> they're stupid infants <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's super funny about that is like for the longest time i wouldn't call the turtle fucking what was turtles toka right yeah, uh, I, I don't I don't know. I honestly right. don't know. Like, I've been watching who? this movie. I've been watching this movie for 32 years, and I still don't know the difference between them two. Yeah, because <laughs> they just they're always don't together. at me, bro. Don't at me, bro. I, I I don't care. I don't care. No, at me, nerds. Which one's which? Either way, <laughs> like I want to know. I don't know. Like yeah. I've seen I've seen this movie a trillion times. I don't know which one's which. Yeah, that's why I was like, I'm gonna ask Will, and then when you're I, like, I, oh, I, like, I, okay, I think Toke is the wolf and Razar is the turtle. Either way, I called him Slash for the longest time. <laughs> yeah, I okay. had, I actually had Slash, uh, the the little action figure Slash, and mm-hmm. he was my my Toka Slash Razor, whoever. Right? Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, he was saying. Yeah. I was because yeah. in fact was... it's funny because because that toy was later remolded into a, a Toka Slash Razor toy. Right. I believe it. Yeah, like absolutely. Yeah, but I don't know which one's which because they they always show up on screen together and they're always yeah. referred to as Toka and Razor. And Razor. Yeah. yeah. So and, and I'm like I don't fucking I don't know it's the fucking it's a, it's a wolf and a turtle it's a fox or a, tur- or a wolf it's a wolf and a snapping turtle okay yeah it looks like a fox, which but, okay. which is funny because when they get turned back into regular animals it's a German Shepherd so I yeah that's why I don't know <laughs> I was like oh whatever no wolves are way bigger than German Shepherds guys yeah <laughs> way bigger <laughs> so. I, I remember my dad wanted a husky, which I was like, "Have you ever had one?" And he's like, "No." I'm like, "There, okay. Well, yep. good luck to you." They're like, they're big animals. Like they're big pains in the asses. Well, what, he was looking to buy one, and this guy's like, "Hey, you want a wolf?" <laughs> my dad's like, "What?" And he's like, "I know a guy in Canada. He'll send. Him, he'll give me a wolf, and he'll give me a paper, 
that says he's a dog. And but it's a wolf. My dad's like, how big does he get? He like, gets pretty fucking big. <laughs> like my dad was considering it. And I'm like, hey man. Was you know, he talking to my brother? Because that sounds like my brother. <laughs> I was like, you know how big wolves get, right? And he was like, they get pretty big, don't they? I'm like, no, they get very fucking big. Dogs yeah. get pretty big. Wolves yeah. get really fucking They're like small horses. Yeah. Wolves. <laughs> I was like, Dad, like, it's a stupid fucking idea. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I love you and all, but God damn, what a dumb idea that is. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, man, the the... The whole the whole uh, token Razar thing I get and I understand and uh, I'm not mad at it anymore. At the time I was because you know <laughs> it's not bebop. Me and being, it's not bebop and rocksteady. Like who are yeah. these guys, man? You know, and we we're supposed to get Krang. We we're supposed uh, to get Dimension X. We we're supposed to get like all these all these different animals, all all these different things, and and we ended up losing Casey Jones, which was a big loss for this movie. Yeah, big um, time. We lost. We lost. Uh, uh, we lost Judith Hogue. We lost Judith Hogue as uh, as April O'Neil, which yeah. I understand why she left, uh, and yeah. I and I respect the reason why she left. Mm-hmm. Um, Paige Turco is good. Sure, she's more in line <laughs> with the cartoon version of April than the than what Judith Hogue did with it. I um, I, I maintain that this April was just. She's the willy <laughs> to uh-huh. the turtles, Indiana Jones. Like, just like, why are you here? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, I, I like that they lean more into the, into the reporter side of her, you know? Mm. Um, but it, there, there's really nothing for her to do. Yeah. Uh, in, in this well movie, said. except, except kind of wine, but she wasn't as annoying as Willie fun. From Indiana Jones. Well, no, no, no one. Like that's an unobtainable mantle. I think. Yeah. Like I think if you made a character that annoying, at mm-hmm. this point, it's like you know what you're doing, right? Like it's on purpose. Yeah. Like that that character's not like because it, it, Willie never felt like she was on purpose. <laughs> she was supposed to be comedy, guys. Yeah. Like you're that, supposed that, to laugh at her. Like that was supposed to be a like joke no, George. That's not funny. How many exactly. things we got to tell you, George? It's not funny. <laughs> I'm I'm waiting for her Jar Jar Binks redemption. Yeah. <laughs> did Did you see that? Like that was neat. No. On On uh, Mandalorian, they cast the guy who played oh, Jar Jar yeah, yeah, Binks. Yeah. He's yeah. a Jedi on Mandalorian now, and like he's not yeah. just a Jedi. He's a badass Jedi. He's a Jedi like, that saved Grogu. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm like, see, that's tight. Like, that's that's cool. God, man. Man, like, Star Wars is so good at reconnecting all those dots and like fuck, yeah. fixing their fuck ups. So I'm waiting for Ninja Turtles yeah. to do the same thing, I guess. <laughs> With Paige Turco. Oh man, I love Paige Turco, man. I I I've seen her in other things, and she's a phenomenal oh, no, she, actress. She's a talented actress, and she's she's, she's really movie. great. And and um, what what happened with this movie was not her fault. No, she God tried. No. God knows she no. tried. No, this, but, movie, this um, movie was this movie was trying to satisfy kids, adults, and fucking insane. No, just kids. Loud, just no, kids. they're, they're, try, they're just trying kids. to satisfy the psychotic Christian parents too. That were like, it's so violent. Yeah, like God, I hate those parents, dude. Like I've come across them my whole life. Like I had friends who like I'd invite to my house, and I'm like, yeah, we can watch this. Like, oh, I can't watch that. Yeah. Why? Like my parents said I can't. I'm like, stay out of my house. Like I don't yeah. like I, I don't I don't watch like, dude, it's goofy shit, dude. It, 
it's like the 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 most like lighthearted PG that you can possibly get. You know, like, so like, I, I don't. Like, I, I really. I'm not like. Well, fuck it. You know what I mean? I, I don't. I you know, why why be nice now? I am judging you. I'm judging you. If you're one of those mm-hmm. parents, like now, if you're a parent and you can watch something like Ninja Turtles 2 and like, oh, that'll drag my son's soul to hell. That'll drag my kid's soul to hell. You're a fucking idiot. Like, I'm want to get on the soapbox. I really fucking don't. I'm trying not to right now. But like, stop being a fucking weenie, dude. It's Ninja get Turtles. I'm getting off. I'm getting off. I'm getting off. You're, they're, they're still fucking weenies. But I'm okay, getting next. <laughs> we, we got warned. Right, about this. We got warned. <laughs> oh no! Here comes Maggie Green. Anyway. <laughs> With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to do is we're going to take a real quick break, and then uh, when we come back, we're going to talk more about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to the Secret of the Use and its impact uh, on. The uh, uh, the zeitgeist at the time in the early '90s because man, man, it was big. Yes. Sir. So uh, we will be right back here on the uh, Movie Know It All podcast on the Know It All Network. We'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in to the Movie Know It All podcast, part of the Know It All Network. For our past listeners, thanks for following us as we make this transition. We have lots of things in store, so stay tuned and be sure to follow us on Facebook. Twitter, and Instagram. We're also launching Patreon with exclusive content like early access to brand new episodes, feature-length movie commentaries, and more, all for as little as $5 a month. If you're new here, be prepared for foul language, truth bombs, bad impersonations, and stuff you can't find anywhere else. Remember, other podcasts may know a lot, but we know it all. Yeah. Can you bring up the file? 
Well, I could try. But if the database is coded, the whole system might go down. Canister, why are they coming back? <laughs> they already the have many, the canister. One of the hundred things that doesn't make sense, but sure. Why do they come back? Tatsu, you're fired. You're uh, so fired, you're rehired. <laughs> but like, here's my thing. Why isn't Donatello Corey Feldman? So, okay. Uh, <laughs> here, 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 here is, is one of the big things about, about this movie. And, and it really bugged me, even from the time I was a little kid. Corey Feldman was a great Donatello. Oh, yeah. Right? He was awesome. But he's not a scientist, Donatello. Mm-hmm. You know? I can see that. Like, Donatello in the first movie was, I mean, he was a smart guy, right? Right. Like, he had lines like, uh, I'm not so sure if this is, uh, structurally speaking, such a good time for your buddies to drop in. Right? <laughs> like, that was like the most scientist, scientific that he spoke, right? Right. But in this one, because of the popularity of the cartoon, mm-hmm. they had to, I guess, you nerd know, him up. <laughs> nerd him up a little bit. Uh, oh, and it didn't help the fact that, you know, Corey Feldman was was neck deep in, in legal troubles and drug troubles and, and yeah. everything. And which... Looking back is is both sad and infuriate infuriating. Yeah, uh, that he had to go through all that, and nobody believed him when he was talking about the stuff that was going on. Yeah, at the time. that's that's the worst part. Is that, nobody, that it, nobody really nobody believed anything he was saying, and like there was so much horrible shit happening to him. Yeah, and and um, for for better or worse. He's no longer Don. He's not Donatello in this one. They hired. They got a guy named Adam Carl, mm-hmm. who, uh, I mean, he he's got a bunch of like little parts in all these different '80s TV shows, '90s TV mm-hmm. shows, um, and I I think the only other thing that I remember him from was he was in an episode of uh, The King of Queens. Where uh, where uh, the two guys, the two main guys in King of Queens, are fighting over a toy that they used to have when they were a kid, and he played like a like a convention dealer, you know, because it was one of those like rare toys. Yeah. So like right up our alley, right? Uh, no shit. <laughs> but like, that was, like it's actually just, really funny if you stop and think about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, like his voice to me is just like nails on a chalkboard because I don't. <laughs> I no offense to him as a person or as a talented individual, but his voice sucks. <laughs> it's a terrible annoying. Donatello. <laughs> He's a terrible Donatello. Yeah, I agree with you. You know, and that's agree. because that's because a guy who does Donatello in the cartoon uh-huh. doesn't annoy me. Yeah, which is so super weird to think about. Right? As annoying, you know. Yeah, there's just something about his, vo- and I think it's because like. There's, there, I mean, especially in like 1990, 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. coming off the heels of the eighties, like there's something even to this day, there's just some, there's something inherently cool about Corey Feldman's voice. Yeah. Like, especially if you like look back at fucking at him playing uh, Edgar Frog in the Lost Boys. I was just about to bring that up, man. Yeah. Like he's, he's got a very um, Kurt Russell in Escape from New York sort of feel to him. Like he's just the Frog he's, Brothers were the Frog Brothers were both the best and worst part of that movie. Right. <laughs> and like, that's the thing is, is he Corey Feldman is so he's so full of shit in that movie. That it makes him cool. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he, he has no idea what he's talking about, but he's right <laughs> yeah. about fucking everything. And that's what you like, that's what you want to do with somebody like Donatello. Like, you're talking gibberish. I know you're right, but you're fuck it's Greek. You know what I mean? It's all Greek to me. Like, that's that's the direction they should have taken it in. Like, mm-hmm. he's a he's a great Donatello. And like mm-hmm. he would have been awesome delivering all these same lines in in secret of the ooze i think he'd have delivered them just as well like my because he comes back in part three doesn't he he does come back in part three yeah That's yeah right. yeah okay, because everybody so, hated adam, adam carl <laughs> yeah well, there that is and like and again it's it really is nothing against him like no no no, I, no. I, it's not his fault at all but he doesn't have like an annoying nails on the chalkboard, like man with two brains. It's my voice, isn't it? Like kind of annoying voice. Like it's nothing like that. It's just like it's it's not Corey Feldman. Like I'm 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 sorry, man. Whenever somebody brings up man with two brains, I just I just crack up. Doke of oil. Like like he's not he's not to me, that that's the bad. funniest movie ever made i'm it sorry really, it is dude it's like a fucking like <laughs> top two for me but like it's it's one of those things where his voice isn't that obnoxious or anything like that it's yeah. just that like he doesn't sound he doesn't i think that's what it is he doesn't sound like a teenager no like because no yeah you're no you're right he sounds like like the uh uh um he doesn't sound like a teenager he sounds like like the older, like the two year, two years older camp counselor or right. youth pastor. That, you there know? it is. That's what he, he sounds, sounds like. like a narc. A fucking, he sounds like a fucking narc. That's yeah, what it is. What? You know, and like all the other, all the other, all the other voice actors came back. Brian Tochi came back. Uh, 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 what's his name? Um, Robbie Riss came back. The yeah. freaking awesome Robbie Riss. I love Robbie Riss. If you guys don't follow him on Twitter or Facebook, follow him on Facebook and Twitter. Um, yeah, man, Josh Pice came came back. Uh, they they all came back to voice their their respective uh, turtles. I'm actually watching uh, his arc on SVU right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it it's it, it's it's just something that's always bugged me, and I'm glad that I now have a platform to like just let it all out. Yeah, because uh, um, there's so many things that are wrong about this movie. But also at the same time, there yeah. are things that are so right. And I'm going to get into the things that are right. I was like, let's talk about some of the stuff that was right with this movie. Let's talk about things that were right, okay? Uh, we've already talked about Kino, which mm. was freaking awesome. I love Kino. Uh, Toka and Razar are the coolest freaking things ever, dude. They do look awesome. They are they really awesome. Do. Voiced by, by, uh, by uh, oh shoot, what's his name? Uh, um, 
Uh, Frank Welker. I was about to say, I was like, it's Frank Welker, isn't it? Yeah, Frank Welker voicing yeah. both of them. And man, those 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 costumes, man. Like like they say in the movie, just look at those costumes. I love this place. You know, <laughs> I know. like that, that guy was would be wonderful at... in the theater. Yeah, I was like, that guy would be wonderful at CinemaSins. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, dude, like i mean they look freaking awesome the action in this movie is done better okay? oh yeah Absolutely. despite the fact despite the fact that the uh 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 the fight scene in the tgri building where it looks like a video game in 3d yeah. has absolutely no reason for being yeah the, the it's fights are, are much better in this movie yeah like they're far better choreographed they're all like spots the, though they're all yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> absolutely. They're Jackie Chan spots, but that's yeah. the thing. Who doesn't like a Jackie Chan spot? Yeah, like it, it, and and it, you're fighting the same dudes over and over and over again. But like, there's there's a real amazing flexibility to the costumes in this one yeah. as compared to one. Like, they were so much more restricted in what they could and couldn't do in part one, and that's because like it was still amazing. But yeah. for for whatever reason, you could kind of tell that these costumes were lighter. Like yeah. they used the lighter foam because these dudes would come off the ground, dude. Like, yeah, it, it wasn't just spin kicks and like hip throws and shit like that. Like these guys were fucking up in the air. Like it was really impressive. There's a there's a scene where he kind of grabs him, where uh, uh, Donatello grabs a foot soldier, like he's gonna do a Russian leg sweep. Yeah. And he kicks him in the stomach and he kicks him in the face. One, two, three, four. And then he yeah. rolls with him. And then yeah. as he's coming back, he kicks him. He kicks him in the face again. Yeah. He kicks him in the face like, dude. Like, there's there's a real impressive flexibility to these costumes. Whereas like in the first one, you weren't really allowed to throw the turtles. You couldn't do much no. to like throw them because the costume could break. When this one, like they're throwing, they're slamming themselves into walls like... They're moving. Mm -hmm. And like the fight scenes are, like I said, they're so much more fun. They're so much more intense. It would have been yeah. way colder if they could have used their weapons. Yeah. But like, but honestly, honestly, like the, the way the choreography is done in this movie. Yeah. Um, it may have it, taken it, away. It works. Yeah. It, it works. And, and uh, you kind of find yourself not really missing them. No, you don't. You really don't. Like not during the fight. Still like, like to see him, but you know. <laughs> yeah, it's still one of those things where like they're there. Why don't they use them? Mm -hmm. But like at the same time, it's it, it it does feel. And someone once told me, and I was like, I'm gonna choose to accept this, mainly because <laughs> I, I need a reason to not hate that so much. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't even remember who it was said like the turtles are trained to only use those weapons. At the hands of a threat. Yeah. Like these guys are not a threat. They're the leftover foot soldiers. They're like <laughs> the third, they're the third, the like they're the third row. These are your third mm. stringers. Yeah. Like they're not the foot soldiers that they were fighting in part one. Like those guys were dangerous. These were the dudes that could steal the TV out from under you when you were turning around to pick something up on yeah. the floor. Like those yeah. dudes were dangerous. They were so so if the if the ninjas in the first movie were the ninjas from Japan, yeah, and these are the teenagers that were being trained. These are the teenagers that they were training, <laughs> like they're not yeah. a threat. And like they're even at the and he, and like, God, I wish I could remember who told me this. They were like, even look at the scene in the junkyard where they're training. It's all kids. Like they're yeah. training. They're training teenagers. The guy, the leader who makes him 
take the bells off without making a sound is a teenager. Like, is there though? Oh, I don't know. I was like, either way, like, where, where are there any teenagers in teenager movies? He looks like he's there to pick up his kids, dude. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But like, and Michael it, Jai White is there. Is he? Did you, did you, okay. So did y'all notice him. this little cameo that where, where he comes in and he's like, all right, guys, listen up. All of you guys are going to have to go through a little thing, you know, like he's doing yeah. his, 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 uh, his Brooklyn thing. And if you look behind Kino, Michael Jai White is standing there. How 20, wild. 22, 23 year old Michael Jai White is, is-, is hanging out there. Because they did a casting call for martial artists to show up, show up and, you know, you know, just like they always do. And he, he was there, you know, one of one of his one of his first uh, forays into into film uh, was in a Ninja Turtles film. And we all miss him. And we're all like, why couldn't you have like been a bigger star so we could have put you in? He would he would have been like, no joke. He would have been an awesome shredder now. Dude, for like, real I could, though, man. I can see him as Shredder now. Like he'd yeah. be fucking cool. And it's one of those things where I can hear there's there's some racist listening to our show. Do me a favor, stop listening to us saying like you can't have a black guy play Shredder. Like, may I remind you that Uncle Phil was Shredder in the cartoon? Yeah, like, James Avery, <laughs> Uncle Phil, and like Michael J. White has just a cooler voice. So like, sit down. He really does. But, like, he really does. I mean, they almost made William Fitchner Shredder in, in the first Ninja Turtles in the 07 Ooh. movie. Come on. Ooh, bad idea. Bad idea. Bad idea. I like William yeah. Fitchner. Like, bad idea. Bad idea. Yeah. But I kind of, I, 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 as much as I, as I appreciate the idea of Shredder being a mantle and not an actual person. Right. Orokusaki will always be Shredder to me. Like, I, I just, I want Orokusaki to be Shredder. No yeah, matter what, absolutely. just like Bruce Wayne is Batman, you know. Right. I know there are a million other Batmans, you know, yeah, like there, like there are different. Dick Grayson, there's Jason Todd, yeah. there's Chase Fox, there's a bunch of them. But yeah, like, but Bruce, Bruce Wayne Batman. is Batman, yeah. Right. To me, Orokusaki uh, is is Shredder, Blow and Amato Yoshi is. Uh, well, I, I can go. I can go either way on Amato Yoshi being Splinter or Splinter's master. You know. Yeah. I always had. I always had a fanfic. I always had a fanfic, uh, like an idea that the reason why. Uh, Splinter is so smart in the first movie is that Hamato Yoshi wasn't just a martial artist. He was a scientist uh, experimenting with with uh, with uh, brain altering drugs and stuff. Yeah. And that's why Splinter was so smart was because he was a he was a super rat. And I that's why he was able to learn, you know, but that's just my own head canon, you know, copyright movie. Know it all podcast. April 17th. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Up, Hollywood. So, <laughs> call, so, call him. Call him, fool. <laughs> So we we're we're, we're kind of given the idea that that this ooze is supposed to basically just make you bigger and stronger, right? Right. right. And we're introducing we're introduced to this character, uh, uh, Professor Jordan Perry, played by uh, David Warner, who everybody knows as uh, the the bad guy from Tron. Yeah. Or or was he in like like the uh, wasn't he in like some of the Hammer horror movies? Yeah. Speaking of uh, I don't know. two brains, he was Dr. Necessitor and that's the true. Brains. That's <laughs> very true. He was, he was also, also in uh he was also in Titanic. Mm-hmm. He was also <clears throat> almost Freddy Krueger. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they actually if you if you look it up on Google, you could type in David Warner Freddy Krueger makeup. They mm-hmm. already had him in makeup and everything. Mm-hmm. The problem was is because New Line was such a small company at the time. They didn't really have contracts. They had handshake agreements. 
And like at the time, right before they started filming, uh, David Warner got offered a part. I think it was in Downton Abbey, like uh, to in the the miniseries, the British miniseries, where they were gonna play. They're gonna pay him fuck tons more. Yeah. And he was like, "Look, man, I didn't sign any contracts. Like, no offense to you guys, but like, there's way more money." In this. Yeah, and and like, even Bob Shea was like, "Ah, no hard feelings. Like, go, you know, go your way. Like, make yeah. money." And like, yeah, of course, like we can't pay you that much. <laughs> yeah, and they fucking they grabbed Robert England, who was who had just come off the show V, and like mm. really wasn't doing anything. So like, yeah, they there's it worked there's, out for everybody. Yeah, it worked it literally it worked, worked out, for, out everybody. for everybody. There's actual makeup tests of David Warner in the Freddy Krueger makeup, and he looks great. He really does. He would have been really good. But like, so if you, you know, so so like if you want to know how important David Warner is to to us '80s kids, uh, if you go back and watch the old Transformers uh, '80s cartoon, mm-hmm. uh, the character of Shockwave, yep, the voice actor Corey Burton based his voice on David Warner. Well, David Warner, you can tell. Yeah, you can hear it. Yeah. Yep. Like he sounds so much like David Warner. We are going after the Autobots. We are the Decepticons. You know, yeah, that's my that's my shockwave voice. <laughs> not bad at all, though. It's not bad. It was good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, uh, in the original script, and when I found this out, I smashed my head against the wall because I loved it so much, <laughs> and I'm so mad that they weren't able to do this. If you notice, there's really no secret of the ooze in the secret of the ooze movie. Right. They kind of tell like you like it's kind does. of all out in the open. Yeah. You know, you, you learn what the ooze does in the original script. The secret of the ooze was I don't know. Do you know this? What, what the original script said? The secret the, of the ooze was the Dimension X thing. So there were it was supposed to be alien in origin. Mm-hmm. And Professor Perry was supposed to be was going to be revealed to be an Utrum, mm-hmm. which is which is a uh, uh, what Krang is. Krang is basically yeah. an Utrum, mm-hmm. and his 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 shirt was supposed to lift up, up yeah. and there was going to be an Utrum in there, and that's yeah. who Professor Perry was going to be. Mm-hmm. But the suits uh, new line said. Nah, people are going to think that that's Krang. Nobody knows what an Utram is, you know, aside from the millions of people that read the comics. But, you know, no shit. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, for what it is and for what it was, uh, the fact that he just grabbed the ooze and ran away and we never see him again uh, yeah. kind of opens up its own doorways, which I'm sad that they never really followed through. They, with. they really could have just like post credited that or fucking. Yeah. Like, just showed him running away somewhere. Just have fucking, like, one of the turtles, like, hey, where'd the professor go? And, like, yeah, show him And then just, like, him open up and, you know, whatever. But Just show the brain in his stomach and, like, oh, it's mm-hmm. Krang. But it's not. We didn't call it Krang. Same no. way we didn't call Toka and Razor, Bebop, and Rocksteady. Like, I get it. It's, yeah. <laughs> like, why? Well, why well, they were different we're enough. Smart enough we're smart enough to know the difference between Bebop and Rocksteady and Toka and Razor, but not smart enough yeah. to know the difference between... And Neutron and fucking Krang, like whatever. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. We we had we had uh, us as kids had had just been watching uh, uh, Total Recall. We didn't mistake that guy for Krang, did we? Right. Did we? <laughs> like Quado even sounds close to yeah. Krang. Come on. Lord, so, uh, so the turtles defeat defeat uh, um, Toka and Razar with uh, donuts, fire extinguishers. Oh yeah. oh yeah, traditional pre-fight donuts. <laughs> the traditional pre-fight donut, dude. Which is which is so funny to me that <laughs> it's so stupid. 
that it works. You know, that's why it's really like, funny. Dude. It works. It, it works. It, it works movie. on a level. Yeah, like it works on a level that's like so ridiculous. But if they were to do this in the in the cartoon, like mm. it, like nobody would question it, right? Right. Right. But. I mean, I'll let it slide because the very next scene we get thrown into a Vanilla Ice concert, you know, <laughs> which ninja, go ninja, go. which kids, kids. Okay, I know you guys have your Drake. I know you guys have your. <laughs> I know you guys have your. Uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Kid Rock. But <laughs> Kid Rock. we had Vanilla Ice. Let me say and something I, about Kid Rock. No. <laughs> no. Getting off the soapbox. I'm getting off the soapbox. In 1991, there was only one person bigger than Vanilla Ice, and that was Michael Jackson. Yeah. In 1991. In 1991. But look here, and I had I had to like double check, <laughs> and I saw it a while back. Look, yeah. this is the Vanilla Ice, uh, Spotify. The first three okay. songs. It's Ice Ice Baby, Ice Ice Baby again. Ice Ice Baby, uh, Ice Ice Baby radio edit. Number four is Ninja Rap, and then yeah. number five is Play That Funky Music. So, but, like, boy, we really liked our <laughs> we really liked our Ice Ice Baby at the time. I remember buying a remember Disney magazine. Wow! Yeah, those little booklets. Those little booklets. Yeah, that's something. I so they had a little pages. So they had a, it was called Disney Adventures, Disney Adventures magazine. Yeah. Yeah. And they had a preview for Ninja Turtles 2. And in that, in that preview, they had a interview mm -hmm. with Vanilla Ice. And this was months before the movie came out. This was like right after they announced that Vanilla Ice was going to come out in the movie. Yeah. And in the interview, he said that he was going to play a guy named Stanley. So apparently he mm -hmm. had actually had a role in the movie. That they cut. Oh, wow. That's weird. Okay. I didn't know that. So I, I had never heard anything about it since then. I didn't. I haven't read anything stating that he actually did have a speaking part or mm. like an actual role aside from being a performer in the club. But uh, this was also at the same time when he was making uh, uh, Cool as Ice. Yeah, that might have uh, been why they his, took him out. His movie. So. <laughs> And I saw Which Cole good Ray, God. That's, if, that's a reason to stop him from acting. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's, but that's anyway. A bad, that's a bad movie, guys. I don't ever yeah. want to review that movie because I would be required to watch it again. And like, yeah, I don't want to do you wanna watch? If you want to watch that movie, dude, just watch uh, Rebel Without a Cause. It's, it's way better. Rebel <laughs> Without a Cause is a good movie. Yeah. Like, so, so, um. And and I I want I want to get I want to get to the last part before we end the show. I want to get to the last part because this part is quite possibly the most important scene in the entire Ninja Turtles lore. Shredder drinks the last vial of ooze, mm -hmm. and it mutates his suit along with him. He drinks the vial of ooze, which is looks like a little shot, right? It looks like one of those little shooters that you get for that you pay yeah, five bucks. Say, for it looks like it, it looks like a, it looks like a nine dollar shooter. Yeah, yeah, nine dollar shooter, right? Inflation, I guess. Anyway, but um, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't been to a bar. But he drinks time, it. <laughs> but he drinks it and transforms into Kevin Nash in armor. Yeah, he sure does. I didn't know it at that time. I didn't know it. I, I, I did. Did anybody know it? Did you know I, it? 
I didn't, I didn't know. I'll tell you why I knew. Um, mm. Ever since I was a kid, like, and I mean, like, I must have been like four, probably. Uh, I've always wanted to know who the actors are in movies. Mm. Always. Ah, okay. So yeah. I, I have my whole life, uh, even to, to now, I will sit through the credits, at least for the actors. So that I can know who. So now I don't really have to. I just jump on IMDb. Yeah. But like back then, like that was the only way to know. And he's one of the last people credited, like as Super Shredder, Kevin Nash. And I was like, get that the blow your mind. Oh, blew my. I thought it was. I'm over here thinking like maybe it's a completely different Kevin Nash. But then I'm like, that guy's seven feet tall. How many seven foot yeah. Kevin Nashes are there? Yeah. And like, yeah, I was like, that's fucking like mad impressive, man. And I think it, it was confirmed for me um, when uh, someone made a secret of the ooze joke on Nitro one night. And, like, he looked super, like, he was pissed about the joke. And, I was, and like, that was back when, because I don't know if you remember how meta Nitro was. Mm. Like, mentioning the dirt Annoyingly sheet. so. Yeah, so, like, someone pointed out that he was super shredder. And I was like, oh, okay, totally confirmed. Like, yeah. but then you know, you yeah. fucking look it up on Google now, and there's pictures of him without the helmet on and everything. Without the helmet, yeah, yeah. But I remember, okay, I was very excited for this for this movie for for three reasons. One, because Ninja Turtles is back, right? And like, I was all about Ninja Turtles. Two, Token Razar, dude, they look freaking amazing in the yeah, preview, right? They yeah. And then three. They went ahead and spoiled it and showed yeah. Super Shredder in the trailer, right? The promise of like, that dude, Super Shredder fight. Dude. And then at the same time, if you go play uh, uh, Ninja Turtles 4 Turtles in Time on the Super Nintendo, yeah. Super Shredder was in it. Yeah. You yeah. fought Super Shredder. Yeah. Right? That's why it was so super you have all this, Yeah. So you have all this hype surrounding uh, the Super Shredder fight. And at the end of the day, he freaking kills himself. By knocking over the, the the thing. I'm sorry, dude, but a trash compactor has way more pounds per pounds for, uh, of force. <laughs> right? I, I, it was then, like the trash uh, compactor like crushed him and he survived it. And now yeah. he's like muscled up to the tits and a fucking bridge killed him. A small a bridge. bridge. Killed no, him, dude. Not even a bridge, a pier. A pier, yeah. I think it was like a, a pier, pier like Yeah, I'm like, guys, the trash compactor is way stronger than that. Like, way no, and then when his when his hand comes out, he's like, Ugh, like that. And then Leonardo <laughs> goes, "That's the end of the shredder." I'm like, "No, it's not." He's gonna I, I, what? Even as a kid, I was like, "He's gonna wah, like through that, right?" Like we haven't I, got. I swear, I, I I sounded like I sounded like like Data from the Goonies. I'm like, "No, it's not. No, it's not." <laughs> <laughs> Oscar award winning Data. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations, My boy K. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but but yeah, man. I I was I was so like, oh, it, it to this and, day it still bugs me. And as compared to the fight in part one, which like, had so much to it, man. The yeah. music, the, the 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 uselessness of the turtles and their technique, and the the thing yeah. the thing that like they're giving their all, and and Shredder isn't even breaking a sweat. Yeah, like Shredder was just like putting it to them, like, and then he got the scratch on his arm. Like the most he got out of it was the scratch, like yeah. in in that fight. And like now he's like 
souped up to the tits. And it's one of those things where like, well, now you've got to like really channel like all your ninja ability for this. Like yeah. you've really like, there's like you in my mind, I remember thinking like, oh man, he's going to kill one of them. And then he hits yeah. the fucking log and the whole thing falls on him. And I'm like, that was Dude. dumb. There's a line in the first movie where he's like, the three of you might have overpowered me with the loss of but one. Yeah. I, now I, your fate will be his. Yeah. Like that was such Imagine a taking that lesson. Yes. Yeah. Like even you could have like, you didn't even have to kill a turtle. You could have like fucking like fooled us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, could have, like fucking thrown one into the water and like, hey, he can't swim or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, but, like, don't forget we're turtles, you know? Yeah, like, I thought I thought we lost you. Like we're turtles, man. Like a true yeah. ninja is a master of himself and his environment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, there's so much cool stuff you could have done with that. And like, but no, uh, uh, the bridge is gonna fall. The pier is gonna fall on him. Yeah. Like, what a jip! Like, yeah. even as a kid, I was like, that was a jip. Like that was stupid. But like as an adult, it makes me mad. <laughs> like, so I, then, uh, <laughs> and then what? No, like as a child, I was I was very forgiving of it because I was like, I've had fun up to this point. Yeah. <laughs> like now as an adult, like, you know what? You guys <laughs> fucked me. You fucked me royally. You didn't even kiss me afterwards. This is a- <laughs> <laughs> didn't even have the, the common decency to give me a reach around. <laughs> you, couldn't leave a, you couldn't leave a 20 on my nightstand. Something. <laughs> so uh, the turtles go back to their lair and this totally goes against. The, the entire message of the first movie because in in the first movie the very first scene they come back and the first thing that splinter says is where you seen right yeah. and they take it seriously like 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 uh we fought well right like yeah. all respectful yeah they come yeah. in and like yeah we're ninjas we're master of the, of the invisibility you know mm-hmm. and then apparently this th- this takes place like an hour later like they get home <laughs> like an hour later and there's yeah. already uh, a, a newspaper, newspaper. <laughs> of them dancing shit unless unless they partied all night with those people there at the at the at the club with vanilla ice which yeah. i totally believe you know uh, it's i mean the teenagers teenagers partying at a club they party, yeah, that's, yeah it happened yeah. <laughs> but like it's so fucking like again it's it, it got so cartoony and like it's not to say that i didn't like it I, even as an adult i still like it as a kid i really liked it but it's because of that particular it's for kids. Yeah, of that particular reason. It was it was for me. Like yeah. I, I, I love the car I still do love the cartoon, but that was a that was a giant episode of the cartoon. What makes yeah. the first one still so good is you can watch the first one right now. It's still such a dark, excuse me, and gritty action movie. It's like, gritty and dark, but I don't think it's it's uh it's totally still for kids. Like kids can right. still totally watch it. It's, right. It's to- Unlike it's, Batman, there, there, there are some things in Batman that, that I wouldn't let some kids see. Right. But Ninja Turtles. I think it, it's like, it's like the old school Disney movies or the, like the old school, uh, Don Bluth movies, you know, right. Like there, there, there are scenes. That's what I, like that's what I view totally it as. For Don kids. Movie. Yeah. Because Don Bluth never looked down the kids, you know, no, he didn't. Like Don Bluth movies never look down to kids near the, the Ninja Turtles movie, the first I, one at least. I think that's what my problem is with a lot of like kids movies nowadays is everything just kind of looks down at kids like they're dumb. Yeah. And I hate that. I I can't stand like how dumb they think children are. Mm-hmm. Like I've got a fucking I've got an eleven year old and an eight year old like stepkids, and like they're frustrating in how smart they are. Like they're yeah. 
frustratingly smart. They will fucking like they could. My, the the youngest one could convince me the sky was purple if she really wanted. <laughs> like she will yeah. argue that the sky is not blue; it's purple. If she really wanted to, I will give up. Like, yeah, like, no, yeah. you're right. You're right, kid. It's it's an it's an off shade of purple, but like, like she's smart, and it's one of those things where like, I can remember never being treated like I was dumb with my cartoons when mm. I was younger. Yeah, and like with my cartoons, with my kids' movies, like no one ever treated me like I was dumb. And a lot of these movies are so spoon-fed now, and I think mm-hmm. that was what my what the problem was with with Ninja Turtles two is that they started off letting us feed ourselves, and then mm-hmm. you know you jump to Ninja Turtles Secret of the Ooze, and now they're spoon feeding you again. They, they put the training wheels back on. Yeah, know? and it's like, bro, I've already been like I've, I'm already riding up hills on my bike. Why are you putting training wheels mm-hmm. back on me? Like, and then part three, they throw you in the fucking couch and what, show you a video of somebody riding a bike. <laughs> right, put a cage. They put a cage around you, like yeah. it's so it's so bad, dude. And I can't, I can't understand why they do that. And I, I honestly like, I think poor Ninja Turtles was the sacrificial lamb in 1990 because like, you could have really gone this way with the 89 Batman too, like you could have said yeah. all these things, but like nobody cared because it was so good, and yeah. like, it was. I feel like it, like. I hold the first Ninja Turtles on par with the 89 Batman. Like, and when it comes to nostalgia, when it comes to storytelling, when it comes to the dark and grittiness of it, like it was, it was just as good to me. Like even now I can watch them both back to back and they're both just as fucking great to me. Mm -hmm. And like, I think because Ninja Turtles was far more popular than Batman at the time, it became the sacrificial lamb and the target for the Mm -hmm. soccer moms and for the conservatives to just like, oh, it's too, it's too violent, it's too this, it's too that. Just as a reminder, Batman pulled the Joker off a skyscraper and dropped him onto the concrete below. Yeah. Like, it was <laughs> violent. Batman threw a guy off the fucking bell tower. Batman blew up a building full of dudes. <laughs> like, he killed a lot of people in the first one. And then, like, Ninja Turtles became the focus on everybody. And then they made part two and they were like, see... It's, it's everything's okay. Look, they don't, he's not even touching his sword. Yeah. Meanwhile, Tim Burton's like, yeah, have Catwoman lick him on the mouth. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't think, I don't think Ninja Turtles 2 made as much. Uh, yeah. it, it still made a lot. It yeah, still it made, made a lot. lot. Like, and that's because, Ninja, that's because part two had a smaller budget, I think. Yeah. No, no, no. They had a big budget. They had a bigger budget. It feels they like had a, a bigger budget. Um, uh, and, uh, it didn't, but it didn't make as much. So the profit margin was kind of kind of strong. Part three was the one that the budget went all the way down. Uh, and man, you could tell. Yeah. Could Boy, tell. did it ever. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ. The turtles don't blink in part three. My 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 enjoyment of Secret of the Use, I'll admit, is purely nostalgic. Yeah, um absolutely. I, I I watched this movie only because my daughter likes it. Yeah. And <laughs> like I I I really as as much as I love the movie and as much as it means to me and my childhood, I have no desire to ever watch it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will always watch the first Ninja Turtles movie, always. Yeah. Uh, and it'll never leave my my movie playlist. Yeah. Same. Uh, like I'm, I'm so, always a part one guy, always. Yeah. And then uh, you know, part two, it, it's it is what it is, and and I appreciate for what it is. Part three. <laughs> this shit. Part three. Part three. 
This chick. Yeah. I married her. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot believe I let you inside me. Well, Pobody's perfect. It is you know? part three. Yeah, that's the worst one. Yeah. <laughs> I think I just swallowed a frog. I hope it wasn't an ancestor. Boo. Come on. Come on. Come on. All the booze. Anyway. Boo. That was that was Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Use, which there was no secret. Uh, it was all out in the open. We all know what it was. Uh, Victoria's got nothing on the secret. Whatever puns, I got them. Um, <laughs> that was good. Go, go and uh, go and check it out. Uh, if, if you haven't seen it, um, it, it's not a movie that holds up all too well. But no. if you have if you have little children who are Ninja Turtles fans, they will appreciate. If not for anything, then the amazing animatronic suits. And the amazing fight choreography, and the wonder. always awesome my hero, my hero Ernie Reyes Jr. I've got to wonder though, like, uh, I imagine if you're a little kid right now, and you were to show them part two first, if you were to show Secret of the Ooze mm-hmm. first, I imagine that if you were to go backwards and show them two first and then one, they wouldn't like one. I bet they wouldn't. I have yet to show part one to my daughter. I, I bet she won't show her part one. You showing her part two though? Yeah. Test that mm-hmm. theory. I I imagine she's yeah. not going to enjoy it as much as she enjoys yeah. Secret of the yeah. Ooze. There's too yeah. much story. There's too much story happening in part one. Yeah. No. Uh, part two is all candy, and and I yeah I, I appreciate it for yeah. what it is, but it's all candy. So I bet I I, I I have I'm just wondering if like would kids like part one I, if they saw part two first? I will I will test out that theory one day. I will test out that theory and say like, yeah, hey, do you want to watch the turtles? You want to watch the first one? Mm. But anyway, um, and then I'll and then I'll go down a rabbit hole about how how I met April O'Neil in real life and <laughs> <laughs> bog her down with that. Maybe <laughs> be sitting there like, cool, cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> like, Dad, are you going to do this every single time we watch a movie? Talk about how you met the person who came on this movie because. I, I, you're ruining movies for me. <laughs> I know, right? By this point, they're gonna know more about the movie, and they're like, "I haven't seen it yet, though." Yeah, <laughs> that fucking talks through the whole goddamn. Thing. Anyway, I know everything hey, about this movie. I have no idea what happens in it. <laughs> hey, Bob, where can people find uh, our fine podcast and all our previous episodes, man? Oh, you can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold, including Good Pods. Yeah, hey. hey, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Music, wherever fine podcasts are sold. You love us, you need us, you can't live without us, man. We're amazing. We're not nearly as secretive as the ooze, bro. We tell yeah, you everything. We know yeah, it all. Man, we're 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 as transparent as Donatello's voice. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, also, man, if you guys if you guys like what you hear, uh, throw us a couple of bucks, man. Head on down to our, our Patreon, patreon.com slash network and uh, throw us a couple of bucks, man. Let us know that you appreciate it. If not, it's all cool, man. We're going to keep on doing what we're doing because we love doing what we're doing. Pretty so, much. Uh, yeah, you man. can't stop us. You can't stop us. Please so uh, until next time, guys, I hope everybody has a has a great time. Uh, do what you do. Do what you love and uh, love what you do. Ladies and gentlemen, don't let anyone ever tell you that you're that you're any different or, or less than anything. So we love you. We can't live without you. And uh, until next time, I'm Will. I'm Bob. That, my friends, was the movie Know It All podcast here on the Know It All Network. We will see you all next time. Later.